Welcome to the Making Waves podcast. In this first episode, you'll be hearing from your podcast host and hear a little bit more about us. So I'm Vicky. Um, I'm from Hong Kong and I'm a senior at UC Berkeley. I'm actually in my last semester studying molecular environmental biology and conservation and resource studies. Hi, I'm Laura. I'm from Newport Beach, California. I'm also a senior at UC Berkeley studying environmental science and conservation and resource studies. Hi, I'm Natalie. I'm also a senior at the University of California, Berkeley, and I'm also majoring in environmental science and conservation and resource studies. And I'm from San Diego. Woo. Hi, I'm Hannah. I'm from South Florida, um, and I am studying, I'm also a senior at UC Berkeley, and I am studying conservation and resource studies. So you've heard all of us say conservation and resource studies, and you might be thinking, what is that? Um, it's the interdisciplinary major in the College of Natural Resources, where all the environmental majors are housed at Berkeley. And it, it's a major that really allows students to design their own course and your, their own major from anything from choosing their uh, major title to all their classes and leave our own path in our college career. CRS is uh, not my original path. I don't know about everyone else's. Um, I feel like it's a major that sometimes you find after your freshman year. I'm not sure how many freshmen going into Cal know of CRS. Um, I was originally pre-med um, and realized that I was not in love with my major and I really wanted to be. So I met some girls in my sorority who were conservation and resource studies and they explained to me how unique this major was because you could design your own major um, and how much flexibility you have with your own curriculum. So that really spoke to me. And so that's when I started taking um, the introduction to conservation resource studies class. And I met Ignacio Chapella, who is our mentor, our teacher for many of our classes. Um, and he really inspired me to change my path and go into to this major that I'm really passionate about. Very similar into how I came into CRS. I came into Berkeley declared as an environmental science major. And I realized that within the course path, there were a lot of classes I were taking that were not geared towards what I'm planning on doing professionally. So I just had to take the classes for the major's sake rather than for my own education and interests, which I found very limiting and constricting. So through talking with my advisors and my own curiosity, I discovered the CRS major and I decided to have it be a second major to complement my environmental science degree, but that was more focused towards what I wanted to learn um, and what I want to go into professionally. Um, so it's kind of a supplementary degree for me to increase my education. Yeah, and this might sound really specific to Berkeley, but to anyone out there who might be starting their college career or thinking about what they want to study in college, none of us, I think, really knew about this until we got here and really talked to people at our schools and um, pushed our like our boundaries of what we thought we wanted to study and um, expand your horizons. It's college is a great time to do that, um, and 
speaking of flexibility, we're all in the class called environmental problem solving as part of our major. And um, we have to complete a group project where we tackle some sort of environmental problem. And it's a really open, uh, and we decided to do uh, make a podcast for that class because we're all really interested in marine conservation um, and marine science and wanted to present um, pioneering research and conservation in a different way um, versus like compared to all the papers and um, that we usually have to write for all of our classes. So the goal of this project for us and the goal of our, this podcast is that we want to create a platform for citizens of the general public to be able to listen and become aware of some issues that the environment is facing, specifically the marine environment, what's currently being done about them, and what you can do as a listener to help out. So something that's really awesome about conservation and resource studies is that we are all actually able to choose our area of interest. And so we're able to choose three concentrations within the major that is relating to the environment and that we are super passionate about. And so then from these concentrations, we are able to choose our courses and schedule our classes in order to obtain a degree where we feel knowledgeable on these subjects. Um, so we're each going to talk a little bit about our AOIs. Um, so starting with mine, my, I only have actually two concentrations. So I'm doing marine biology and I'm also doing geospatial information science and technology, um, which is a lot of words, but basically it's um, satellite mapping and looking at study sites um, across space and across land. My journey to CRS was a little bit different. I started out as an environmental science major and I was really passionate about marine biology, but we don't have the best program at Berkeley. So I was just taking marine classes on the side. Um, I recently heard about CRS um, the fall of my junior year by Hannah actually and it sounded like a really cool program where I was able to explore marine biology more and really strengthen my um, tools in marine biology and my knowledge. Um, so this AOI really spoke to me and has made me super excited as I'm hoping to get my PhD in marine science as well as work in the marine science field after I graduate. That's super cool, Nat. And I kind of went down the same path. I came into Berkeley thinking I would study marine science and then realized that the major really wasn't what I um, thought it was going to be. It was very physics and chemistry oriented. And I really knew that I wanted to study biology. So in addition to um, studying the molecular environmental biology um, major at Berkeley, that's really prepping me for grad school and having me take a lot of technical classes. I wanted a supplemental major that allowed me the, um, gave me the space to explore all of my interests and all of them really um, coincided at this point what I call, um, of what I called ecological marine conservation, I, uh, which is the title of my AOI. And I, came, I decided upon that name because I realized I was taking a lot of ecology classes and um, one of the problems I really wish to address or learn more about is the disconnect between humans and nature, and which is why I believe studying ecology is important. We have to understand the bigger picture um, 
of the state of our world. For me, um, especially, I'm really interested in the oceans. And so my concentrations are in environmental biology, marine conservation, and also looking at education and sustain, um, sustainability and seeing how we can maybe inspire the future generations to help continue saving our oceans. Very similar. I entered in as an environmental science major, but I always knew that I wanted to double major. And initially my freshman year, I was looking at marine science as the program to be my second degree. And I realized very quickly that it was not um, biology focused, nor was it as developed as I would have liked. I especially was interested in marine science in relation to climate change. So my CRS uh, area of interest is looking at the human impacts of climate change, both how humans are impacting the climate's change, but also how the climate's change is impacting humans, fun word play there. Um, I was also, oh, what's up? I just forgot my name, why? <laughs> um, my area of interest is in human impacts of climate change, science communication and science law looking into the dynamics between people and the environment and how politics can impact those outcomes and can impact the environment's health. So I'm currently doing a senior thesis on certain climate change mitigation strategies within urban areas, but I'm really interested professionally in working with marine conservation on a global scale. Um, my area of interest, um, I named anthropologic marine science because very similarly to Laura, um, I'm really interested in the crossroads between how humans affect our oceans and our environment and how the oceans affect people um, inversely. So my three subsections um, concentrations are health of both the environment and of humans, um, marine biology, and the humanities of it, such as education, ethics, the history, and social science of these issues. Um, I'm very passionate about education um, because I think that without educating younger members of our, of our population, that change is going to be very hard because it's very hard to change the minds of people who already have specific mindsets um, from their own upbringings. Snaps to that. So what got everyone interested in marine conservation? Do you remember like the first time you really fell in love with the ocean? Yeah, so I fell in love with the ocean at a very young age through surfing and swimming. Um, and I actually worked to get my scuba dive certification when I was 13. And so through many years of diving, I became super passionate about shark conservation actually. And so since coming to Berkeley, I've been working with a nonprofit known as Shark Stewards, um, which is a group working towards shark advocacy and education throughout the Bay Area, as well as implementing bans on shark fin trades throughout the US. So we actually have the um, founder of Shark Stewards going to be on one of our podcasts um, later on. His name's David McGuire. He's super awesome. He's a marine biologist um, and is sponsored by Nat Geo and has some really cool explorations that he's going to talk to us about. Vicki, you should share what got you into marine conservation. I grew up in Hong Kong around waters and 
really fell in love with it at a young age. Um, snorkeling with my dad was one of my favorite activities and begged my mom to let me get scuba certified ever since I was little and finally got to do that when I was 15 and was lucky enough to do it with a marine conservation nonprofit in Belize and um, learned how to steer line fish on my first couple dives and saw, um, really got inspired by my um, scuba instructors who were making their passion into um, their job and their reality. And um, I really wanted to go down that path myself and decided to, yeah, study environmental biology um, to try and get my professional career boosted that way. And I've been working with a marine conservation nonprofit in the Bay Area called Blue Endeavors that Hannah and I both work at. Um, got my scuba instructor license recently, hoping to teach kids and everyone else to get involved in marine conservation as well. So I also got involved in the ocean um, at a very young age. Being from South Florida, it's right at my fingertips, really easily accessible. I was super lucky in that sense. So at a really young age, I started snorkeling with my dad. Um, and then the moment I turned 11 and was allowed, I got scuba certified because that was just my dream was to go be able to breathe underwater. And so that kind of took over all my free time and became um, what I wanted to do kind of with my life. Um, I started working towards my rescue diver certification, and then my dive master, and eventually my instructor's license um, that I got with the help of the nonprofit Blue Endeavors in Alameda. They really helped me achieve my, my, my life goal of becoming a scuba instructor, and I've loved every moment since. Um, I also got the opportunity to volunteer with Coral Restoration Foundation in Key Largo for the past couple of years. Um, I've gotten to be a volunteer diver and a coral outplant diver for them, which is so much fun. I highly recommend anyone who's a diver to go do one of their programs, which is like a citizen science program they have where you're able to go into the coral nurseries, learn about corals, um, and go and outplant them on the reef, which means you relocate them yourself. So this really got me interested in marine conservation um, because I could see the reefs in the Florida Keys deteriorating over my lifetime. And some of my favorite spots, the coral that I saw five years ago isn't there anymore. So this is something I became super passionate about. Um, and I can see real change in real time because watching these corals be relocated onto the reef is something that is tangible and you can go out and see the progress of. So I'm very much in the same way to where my early childhood really developed my relationship with the ocean and with the environment. I grew up less than a block away from the waterfront. I was swimming and diving in the ocean before I even have memory. Um, large parts of my happiness growing up is tied to the water, to swimming with dolphins, um, to seeing whales out in their natural habitat and just exploring it. Um, but I really started getting interested in high school when I became aware of the ocean acidification crisis that was going on. And I really wanted to assist in efforts to try to prevent and mitigate the damages happening to coral reefs. But I quickly came to realize that 
as powerful as individual and NGO actions can be unless there are global protections from nations, there's very little that can be done. So a lot more has to be done on the global stage. So I'm working to gain some voice and expertise to galvanize nations and nation actors to create more protected areas and create more legislation to protect marine species and coral environments. That's where I'm coming in. Um, but it really developed where in high school I did a conservation trip to Baja, California at uh, the gray whale nurseries where they go and give birth to their young every year before starting their migration up to Alaska. And it was incredible to be in boats looking at three week, three day old baby gray whales and just observing their habitats, looking at their numbers, seeing some adults that were near 100 years old that still bore the scars of whaling, that really seeing it in person, kind of, I don't think you can see it and not be impacted by it. So that just kind of strengthened my resolve to get involved in whatever capacity I could, but definitely that as much as I want to be on the forefront as well, I also want to be on the legal side, making sure that there are binding protections for our oceans and natural environments. I think a trend that goes within all of us is that we all were so fortunate to have opportunities in really young ages to inspire us to go into this field. So we hope you guys enjoyed learning more about us and look forward to our upcoming podcast episodes um, where we'll be interviewing different experts in the field of marine conservation and research. And hopefully you guys can learn something from this. Thank you guys so much. We look forward to it. Ooh. Bye.